This is episode 243 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guests, Eric Barnes and John Barr. Plus, some curious secret agents stop by. All of this? An espionage? Only on Bleak and Review! Welcome back to Bleak and Review, the podcast that is updated when I can at this point in time. <laughs> My name is Kevin Anderson. I am your host for the hour. The hour and change, whatever it ends up being. How are you today? I'm I'm okay, relatively. Not adjusting to the reopening of society very well. Definitely drinking too much. But I'm aware of it, and I'm cutting back currently. <laughs> At the moment I'm recording this, I am not drunk, if that helps. It's been a it's been a weird adjustment period. This is I think this is weirder for me than the idea of quarantine becoming the new normal. That adjustment was weird, but this is weirder because it's been over a year and like things can happen now. And I just had my birthday, my 31st birthday, and I get to see people in public and it's a little overwhelming and I don't feel prepared to do anything. <laughs> I feel the idea of going out and doing stand up is crazy. I really want to do it and I know I'll feel great once I do it, but I feel like I have to. You know, it's like a dear friend of mine from my youth, Dylan Murphy. Shout out if you're listening. If not, that's okay. But Dylan Murphy, he had this song when he was in a band in high school called Go Go Second Time Virgin. And it was about how he hadn't had sex in a very long time and he felt like a virgin again because all of the anxieties and weirdness that comes with being a virgin. It doesn't just go away. If you take a long enough break, I think, is the idea. is If you take a long enough break from doing a thing like that, from doing a thing like that, a.k.a. sex, you can feel like a rank amateur once again. And that's kind of how I've been feeling with stand-up. I know I'm good at it, and I've been very good at it for eight years. Like, very good. I mean, like, I, I know when I'm good at it. I know I have been good at it. I'm not trying to be like, I'm the best, and uh, everyone should give me money, even though you should. I know I'm not bad at it. But for some reason, because I haven't performed on a stage in 15 months or so, I just like, I don't even know, like, am I going to do my old jokes and talk about stuff I talked about pre-pandemic? All of it seems so far away. I was a different person then. I don't feel connected to that material. I have to write new stuff, which I have been doing. But the idea of performing it is very scary still. So we'll see how that goes. I'm also feeling... um a general anger and frustration with my job situation. Naturally, as you may know, of my small startup company was recently bought by a giant corporate overlord, one of the big ones, you know. Rhymes with uh, Bay Amazon. Couldn't think of a funny one, so we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> I learned about this thing um, during my process of becoming an official Bamazon employee. That apparently has been happening a lot more since COVID hit, but I didn't know that when you apply or are onboarded at a new job remotely, you have to trick like a friend or family member into like completing part of your I-9 interview process by like putting them down and then they get the thing where they have to like input their social security number and their driver's license number to like verify that you exist or some bullshit. I, I thought this was just a Bamazon thing, but... I looked into it and apparently that's just like kind of what everyone does now uh, because everyone's getting hired remotely or at least was for the last year. And it's just it's just more of that 
corporate illogical nonsense like it doesn't make any sense like i asked my roommate to do it just so i could get the process done and he's like yeah open the email and they like wanted all this personal info for me and it's fucking bamazon like i don't want to do that and i was like that's fair why would anyone give their information to anybody it's not like my roommate is fucking being hired on there like why does he have to do that it's sketchy as fuck and i'm sure there's like a bureaucratic reason that it has to be done because we made up these stupid rules and we have to follow them. Just like the idea of money. Um, <laughs> like why, why is the ask? That's the question. The question is why, but then if I start peeling that back too far, you start asking why about everything. Like it's one of those things. It's one of those. Everyone knows at this point that America is a corporate cesspool of, of despair and, and misery but I've been thinking lately, are we too far gone to fix that? Even if we get like the Bernie Sanders type that we want and like try to overhaul this and like start breaking up these giant companies. Like, I think we still might be fucked. I saw a tweet today that said, it's hard to explain to somebody in their 60s or 70s why everyone in America under the age of 40 never expects anything good to ever happen again. And that's how I've been feeling a lot lately. I... I don't know if uh, any of you have seen Bo Burnham's new special Inside. We talk a little bit about it on this episode uh, very briefly, but there's a moment in there towards the end where he has this song and the lyrics are, it's very, it's very simple lyrics. There's not a lot, but he says, he says, uh, get your fucking hands up. We're going to go to a place where everybody knows, which I imagine he's, you know, he's saying this at the end of a mental breakdown like his whole special is about him losing his mind and the place where everybody knows he says you say the ocean is rising like i give a shit you say the world is ending honey it already did you're not gonna slow it heaven knows you tried got it good now get inside and i think like you know it's very heightened and theatrical because it's bo burnham but the essence of what he's getting across at least how i interpreted it is that like We've done irreparable damage to like not only the earth, like on a environmental level, but also like our brains and the way that companies and corporations and tech companies and everything have just become ingrained into our brains. Like the fact that I can't talk about getting a pizza right now on this podcast. And I bet when I open my phone later to habitually check Twitter, I'm going to get ads for like roundtable pizza. Like we just accepted that. And I'm not, I'm not the first person to talk about this, but. We just accept that as like, that's just how it is. That's just how life goes. Um, I, and I guess we're going to have to adapt with it or we're going to crumble. I don't know. Because you can't go back from that. Like we've already given all of our information to everybody. Which is why like partially I was like kind of annoyed my roommate for a second when he didn't want to give his SSN to to Amazon. Amazon, sorry. Oh, almost fucked up the uh, illusion there. Uh, <laughs> I was like kind of annoyed, like, what well, you can't just give your information away again one more time real quick to help me out. Like, it's like, it's like, you've already done this. Like you've already, you already uh, are owned by the, the, the masses, like the, the privatized industry owns your information. They own your soul. Like, why can't you just do one to help out a friend? Like it's, that's literally where my brain went for a second. And that's not, that isn't a indicative of a, a good society. And like, I'm imagining, I don't know all the way, like if this is true across the globe, but I know a lot of similarly um, structured nations probably experience this. And I think it's just, yeah, we're going to have to adopt, adapt to it. But it's the other funny thing from the Bo Burnham special when he just says, uh, 
talking about Zoomers. He's like, oh, I'm out of touch. Well, your phones are poisoning your brain. So don't come crawling back to me when you develop a dissociative personality disorder in your late 20s. I wonder if that's going to be the new normal. If people are just going to have psychotic breaks from reality and like that's like your new coming of age story. It's like you get puberty, you get the first time you can drink alcohol, and then you get your mental snap from existing in both a digital realm and a physical realm simultaneously and having them overlap and not being able to tell what actual life where where life starts and stops and where the digital life starts and stops. I don't know how we got to this topic, but I also watched Mayor of Easttown this week. <laughs> it's a really good show. You should watch it. If you like a, a really hard-hitting uh, child murder drama about uh, uh, Kate Winslet's performance of a career, and this is now Kevin's TV corner, uh, <laughs> uh, it's really great. Seventy-five uh, percent of the show is uh, people asking other people to go upstairs and play so they can have serious conversations, and I fucking loved it. I binged it all in a day. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it yet. And that's been Kevin's TV corner after Kevin's apocalyptic rant. And that's kind of what the show's like now, but it's going to get a lot sillier from here on out. That was the hard-hitting, heavy truths intro, yo. And now, on to the fun stuff, because returning to the show after this break, we've got our pals Eric Barnes and John Barr. They're great. We have a, we have a, we have a good laugh. And then a little later, they both have to leave. I think Eric went and wandered around Burbank, as he is wont to do. I don't know what John did. Maybe push-ups or something. But uh, a couple secret agents stop by. Uh, I'm not going to say much more than that because it's a big reveal. But <laughs> I guess I ruined it already by saying it's a big reveal. But that's what's happening on this episode of Bleak and Review. Next week there might be scheduled guests. There might be might be a might be a solo solo endeavor. I don't know yet, but it'll be there'll be content. You know, you'll enjoy it probably. And uh, stick around for the rest of this episode because it's fun. Toodles. No, we, I need to get, I just need to record your 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 thoughts on G Force. <laughs> Nicholas Cage plays a mole named Speckles. Of course. And it is. he is the like genius tech behind the rest of the team, which is of course played by Sam Rockwell, John Favreau, of, Penelope Cruz. Of course Cruz, it's played Morgan. by Sam Rockwell. And John of Favreau. course it is. And did you say Piers Morgan? No, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> thankfully. Oh gosh. Piers With- Morgan. With I wouldn't Zach- be able to watch 2009's G-Force the same way I can. <laughs> with with uh, Zach Galifianakis as the human, right? That's right. Well, uh, Bill Nye, he's a human as well. Bill nice Nye. to for a minute. Wow. Is, this- isn't he a sir? Is it Sir Bill Nye? Ah, yes, you are correct. He's but certainly, well, he's Bill- not a sir in the film. He's a bit of a bad man. Bill, Bill, Bill Nighy, the not science guy. <laughs> that, and that's how he insists on being addressed in the film. It's uh, you say you haven't seen it, but you're quoting it by heart. I don't understand. Bill Nighy, the not science star, guy. <laughs> star of Detective Pikachu. That's right. Oh, that's alongside right. Chris Gear, his son. <laughs> star Earth. of the strangest act in all of fucking recorded history. Act three of Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Where like first two Earth, acts, he's like, oh, Pokemon. this is... This is kind of a fun neo-noir romp through Pokytown. This is fun. And then third act is, what if we all did cocaine and lost our minds? 
I'm Mewtwo now. I am Mewtwo. I wish to become one with the Mewtwo. <laughs> what are you, Charles? We are the final step. Charles, Pokemon are the final step in human evolution. Charles. Charles. I just watched the Queen's Gambit. Let's play chess again. I think I'm better at chess now. Mewtwo, Mew, they have a flashback to Mewtwo at a fucking concentration camp. and he's I'm like, going to move the bridge again, Charles. Mother! You're going, to, you're going to have to collect the Pokemon, Charles. I don't think I can get them all. Charles, what the fuck was up with that issue of Grant Morrison's X-Men where you have a thing for Jean Grey? That's some grooming shit if I've ever seen it. We already know you put mental training wheels on her. What'd you put in there? You have a big old fucking hog in there too, you fucking creep. What in the Woody Allen hell is this, Charles? What in the None Woody of Allen? these voices sound like Magneto. I <laughs> 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 am no. Magneto over here. No, wait, hold on. I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, my family was killed in Nazi Germany. Hey, guys, it's me, Magneto. Ah, uh, you're probably wondering oh. how I got here. Well, oh. let me go back to Nazi Germany. You uh. better feel like a real son of a gun when the Brotherhood comes for you, Jerry. Clearly, clearly, I am a German Jew. <laughs> oh, Charles. As you can hear. <laughs> and that's about the kind of madness we always expect from a cold open here on Bleak and ah. Review. No. No. <laughs> He, he fucking good, did it. He fucking nah. did it. This is the podcast. This is, I remember. Ste- this is stealth and I don't like it. <laughs> that hits too close to home, Eric. That hits oh. too close to home. We're not going to get into it. Um, of course, I remain Kevin I, Anderson. I, I don't know what you're referencing, and I'm afraid. I was. I, I had my leg run over by a stealth bomber when I was a child, uh, when it was taxiing. <laughs> Yeah, it run over like when it was landing or taking off. It was it was just kind of puttering around the airfield, uh, looking for puttering a... around the airfield. <laughs> Going on a in... bleak and review. This is the podcast where Kevin has people on to talk about bleak <laughs> and review it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, joining me here in the hot seats, plural, uh, returning friends of the show, uh, Eric Barnes. Yes, this is what I sound like. And John Barr. Yes, and this is what I sound like. Together, known as the Hollywood power couple, Eric John Barnson. Yep. Oh. <laughs> John, listen, John Eric Barnes makes a lot of sense to me. But that yeah. wasn't trademarkable. That Someone had already taken that, so who we is had this, to go with. Who is this motherfucker? That's, a, this? I, I, that's what I've been trying to spend the last year of my life. <laughs> that's what you spent your pandemic doing, is trying to find out who took that website. I mean, you can see all of the like pictures, the red yarn, all taped up along my wall. Yeah, only, I, I'm only not... Patreon subscribers know you're lying right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but that's wait, what they people can see my wait. face in these. Oh, oh yeah. recording this like for oh. video. Yeah, just for the Patreon though. It's all right. They all, everyone sees no, how it's great. Not all right. I didn't know about this. Well, I'll I want dr- people to see my pants just to the just behind me. Look, they yeah, Kevin, I, I don't need last, but like because the, you're now showing me and Eric's living situations, there's a real immediate danger that your Patreon viewers are simply going to get too horny. Uh, that's well, that's what I'm saying is that's the only way that I can get aroused these days. Everyone on will, Patreon, uh, <laughs> in the words of Lenny from The Simpsons, please don't tell people how I live. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You both of you have cleaner looking backgrounds than me. My bed is disheveled. There's socks that have been worn just enough for me to think I could wear them again another day. So I haven't See, put them in the hamper. <laughs> the key is to get your bed just out of frame. That's See, I, the key. 
I, I've been I've been told that in a lot of work meetings uh, that <laughs> I get I just do the blur. Typically, I blur my background in work meetings so people can't judge me. My supervisor keeps making fun of me for this box in the corner that I have over here, which had computer parts in it. And I'm not going to put it a box. Here's what you tell them. Pay me more and I'll move into a better apartment. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Shots fired. At my new employers. friends. No, no, no. My boss. New employers. Is my you got a new job? What the hell's happening, Kevin? I, I told you my company <laughs> got bought by the giant corporate beast that is Amazon. So oh, I tell you. Uh, uh, well, I knew that you had to be interviewed for the job you currently have yes, but yeah. i didn't know it was due to a corporate takeover yeah That's like different like, like most things in this country it was a small uh fledgling startup that soon was just absorbed into the uh gluttonous mass of uh america uh there's only about four corporations left right uh, eventually there will be i there's I there's amazon there's apple there's the sims and there's <laughs> I, think what, I think i think and this Pop-Tarts. is the result I think this is the result of a monkey's paw wish. It could be. Because someone looked at the Amazon rainforest shrinking and said, oh man, I just want Amazon to grow, the Amazon to grow and didn't specify the rainforest. And, and some thus, trickster why, god, yeah. That's why Jeff god. Bezos is uh, king of Earth, right? Yeah, well, and then they also wish that, like, hey, I don't like that Jeff Bezos guy. I wish he would get sent to the moon. And then, unfortunately, that then became an issue yeah. of, oh, he's amassed so much money that he's able to afford a rocket ship to take him personally to the moon. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, all the corporations are going to eventually just become consolidated into rocket ship companies and then just fly away. And then we're going to be just left with a bunch of people pissing in jars <laughs> and how, like, how, having a how, bad time. How many companies are there, Kevin, again? I would say there's, in my estimation, there's four. There's, there's, there's four. Apple, Amazon, there's, The oh, Sims. Stop, stop. <laughs> okay. Amazon is definitely one. Amazon's one. Disney. Disney. Is number two. Well, they own Pop-Tart, so that's... Eventually. <laughs> I would say Nestle is number three, because uh, they... Uh, you, guess what? The water you're drinking, they own it. That's true. All of it. Even if you don't want it. Even if you drink out of the toilet. They're so, they are so powerful, okay, that there are scientists, scientists, people that are paid to do science, creating machines to transfer Coca-Cola back into regular ass water. <laughs> so it's like desalinization. It's like desalinization, but it's cola. This up. That's wild. There's more, there are certain areas in which there is more Coca-Cola then there is drinkable water. Now, are those the same people or different as the Coca-Cola mercenaries? Like, did they just train the mercenaries to also be scientists or is it easier to train scientists to be mercenaries? I think these are just regular ass science folks that have no weaponry training at all. Gotcha. Well, and speaking of weaponry, and uh, you know, if we're, if we're taking this uh, seriously, I, I think we, we have to toss out the Sims and put in Fortnite. Fortnite. We've got to remember yeah. Fortnite. They've got the Marvel. They've got the DC. They've got, got them it. both. They got the DC. So wait, Disney is Fortnite. I don't That's know. Right. Well, Disney and Warner Brothers, they have to beat each other in Fortnite every week. <laughs> yeah, that, Fortnite. They have John? they have a, a board meeting where they're just fucking dabbing in Fortnite. <laughs> John, may I counter yes. Fortnite with leg with Lego? Mm. 
Mm, I mean, Lego, they, I feel like, is very firm. Because Lego not only has, like, all the franchises underneath the Lego banner and, and a movie, they also have Fortnite involved, too. Do they have Lego Fortnite now? I believe so. If not Fortnite, then Mega Bloks. And you know Mega Bloks is just going to get eaten by Lego, much like the Duplo. I can't believe none of you told me about Fortnite Legos. It's been Amazon listen, Prime Day. I could have bought it I'm, twice over. Listen, I'm, I have 85-plus Batman figurines to feed. I can't deal with Lego. Fortnite Lego. I think that I can go to Fortnite Lego Target. Fortnite Lego Target. Fortnite Lego Target. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think eventually we're moving towards a thing where it's all going to just be like, I don't know. It's just going to be one company, right? Like, because it's going to be eventually Disney's going to merge with Amazon mm -hmm. or whatever. And then like, you know, Elon to Musk. Form, is, to form Disney Prime. Disney yes. Prime. Yes. The thing that we're very scared of, Disney Prime, is uh, just a giant mech Mickey. Mecky Mouse, if you will. And, uh, and I will. Mech Mecky Mouse, <laughs> Mickey, I, I'll allow it. Mecky yes. Mouse will rise from the depths like the gods of old, mm -hmm. and he will lay waste to the cities of man. Just, <laughs> just, just a giant Gundam with mouse yeah. ears. <laughs> He'll be a fundum, and everyone. Oh, a fundum! Oh no, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Robert Iger will be piloting him. And uh, it'll be great. And then, like you know, much like uh, uh, all of our favorite mechs that uh, are built from uh, many different animal dinosaur robots coming together to form appendages, you know, uh, a la uh, Megazord, etc. cetera. Uh, all of the theme parks will, uh, the roller coasters will just be magnetized. The carts will be ripped off of them and they'll fly around. You know, Space Mountain will be like the cod piece. And everything. And then, you know, uh, Mecha Mouse will, uh, will tell us all how to be happy. And it'll be a good time. We'll all be fine. <laughs> well, tell us all how to be happy, you say. People already call my taint Thunder Mountain. So that works pretty well. <laughs> so I did Google Fortnite Legos and the okay. two sponsored posts on Amazon are as follows. The first one is, STEM building toys for kids eight, nine through 14 year old, remote control race car, popular girls and boys, engineering toy for creative play, top RC car building sets for children age six through 12. What a so terrible name. All the first <laughs> title. And I, I do just have to reiterate, so it's through, it's for kids who are eight and nine through 14 and also six through 12. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to comment on that because that yeah. was insane, right? <laughs> You it's, could be eight, but also nine through twelve. You, you <laughs> if your child, if your child is beyond the concept of time, <laughs> well, and thankfully, however old your kid is, they'll be able to enjoy the second sponsored item, which is Epic Games Fortnite short sleeve and jogger sweatpants two piece outfits, summer tracksuit for boys, girls, kids. Boys, girls, kids. Boys, and girls, that kids. I appreciate. Equally inclusive, but that one's more about just like, hey, whatever your kid's gender identity is. As opposed to, hey, here are five different ages and also two of them are ranges that overlap. Wait, so the second God. post was pants? And a shirt. <laughs> that it's is got not a big X on it for epic. Sponsored pants. Wow. We love a good pair of sponsored pants. Sponjons. That's what right? people call me. Spon they call you Sponjons? I run around with my coupons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, John, how often would you say that happens? Uh, not a lot in 2020, would you believe it? Sure, but ever sure. since that mask mandate lifted, oh man, I've been running into every grocery store. 
Did Every you uh, dance recital? I say, hey, give these to your parents. Twenty percent <laughs> off candles at Bed Bath Beyond. <laughs> and these are these are coupons that you found. Yeah, you know, I, I've opened up some mailboxes that may not belong to me. But oh, so you you went, as soon as mask mandates got lifted, you went right to federal <laughs> crimes. Yeah, I was about to say, you broke federal law for I mean, if for savings? not now, when? And right? if not you, who? The pandemic taught no us all that life is too short. That, that a lot true. of us had been leading very self-centered lives, just locked inside, thinking about our own thoughts. I don't need to do that. I've already had all of my own thoughts. They're not great. I can very easily just spend my time running. Go off, Bo Burnham. Go off. Other people's mail. Yeah, did you? White woman. Did you? Kind of weird. (laughs) Did you with white women? Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Was that a little 311 sting at the end there? Oh, sorry. No, it's Bo Burnham. I should have done. Hey, what can you say? We have fun. It's um, okay to profit off white privilege if you <laughs> point it out. That hey. is basically what he's saying. That yeah. is true. Yeah. That is, uh, <laughs> I will say, of course, for the uh, the uninitiated listener, we're talking about Bo Burnham's Inside, which is the first sponsor of this episode. Go see Bo Burnham's Inside on Netflix with your Which I watched and enjoyed. Calm I down. loved it. I watched it five times, and I've uh, taken to... Uh, playfully dissing some haters online who are like he has money he can't be sad i'm like get out of here you depression gatekeepers that's <laughs> i love the idea I like no, no no if you're not sad like me it's not real sadness I, like, what is an open mic on the west side <laughs> i will say this money yes. doesn't buy happiness true but it sure as fuck can prevent stress that is true i think that's very fair i think i think big um, difference though yeah the dip the difference is like I think I think it's even more telling when you see someone like that that has a comfortable living and uh, uh, but is going through the same things, even with their means and knowing that, like, you know, they're already on shaky mental health territory to begin with. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's, it's but it's, also he doesn't have to choose between food and rent. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying it's like, yeah, that, that, so that's why. No, that's why I would say use that special as a way to be able to understand how most people live, which is that plus food versus rent the, right, the battle right, right. of ages yeah, yeah. that's the new that's, that's the new big uh crossover cinematic uh, franchise like kong versus godzilla it's gonna be food versus rent what a sad movie that could is have done a better jo- oh, okay well kong versus God, i had a whole silly joke i was gonna go off of oh. but i i shan't hear any form oh of no go kong ahead john share your, I have, share your I funny have, joke i have no beef with that and i would love to hear this joke I would love to hear the joke too. Mine I already forgot person. it. I got too hyped oh. thinking about my friends in Kong and Godzilla. Oh, they have to make sure. Oh, Godzilla's acting a little bit funny in Kong. He's just trying to be king of the monsters. <laughs> He's just trying to go to upside down world. He's trying to go back into hollow earth. I thought you were about to say inverted gravity. But he oh, can't be king of the monsters. That's who Godzilla is. That's why he's Well, then why, the there, why was his handprint on the cave? Why were there only one set of footprints in the sand? Listen, because, John. Because uh, that's when Mothra was carrying you. John, just because, uh, you know, you could be a relative of King Tut. That don't make you a king today, friend. Well, I... I'm mad that you think that. So when I ascend, <laughs> mad when I, when I ascend to be king so of mad. New Egypt, oh, you're gonna feel oh, like a you're gonna feel like a real rube, Derek. <laughs> oh, oh, the rube feeling I will feel. You're gonna, you're gonna have, be all Jackson, no aces. You know, you're gonna yesterday's news. Neo Egypt. I'm gonna look all over me. 
Pyra- pyramids are reversed and in the sky. Oh, oh watch out. So they're Neo so they're Egypt. Neo Egypt. <laughs> we call it Egypt. Yes, we do. <laughs> that's oh, correct. Fair enough. And Kevin, that's when you uh, a position in my Secretary of Defense. Oh God, help <laughs> us all. It's like, all right, hear, hear me out in my job interview. Egypt. No. Okay. <laughs> it's like aha well i like it but we're gonna have to wait until the conglomerate of neo greece aka nice also known us, as and then also you're gonna known, have to reapply also known as mecky mouse that's right <laughs> the greece is his knees so the, the neo new york Greek gods would be zeus new- poseidon new- fiestas so- mecky mickey. as a robot <laughs> mickey first of all i thought it was mecky mouse uh, it can be whatever you want. It's imagination. Your imagination. Yes. Autumn. Now speaking, I don't of exist. Imagine- oh, oh, Jesus Christ! The I patrons are looking you? at two faces and an empty room. Oh, God. third bucks. Yeah, come to think of it, come to think of it, uh, what the I- Fight Club is happening here? <laughs> what in the Your holy palinuk? <laughs> uh, uh, now going back to we mentioned John and Eric, both of you separately mentioned, but not together mentioned. Uh, the, the, the idea of, uh, you know, as of a couple, like a week and a half ago, who knows, uh, LA has uh, reopened and no one wears masks and stuff. Have you, what's that transition process been like for you guys? Cause it's been weird for me and I don't feel safe. <laughs> okay, number one, nothing has really changed because if you go to every business, they still say, wear a mask, please. They right. just don't yell at the people that don't. Right. Except for me, this one time in which I did enter without one and they're like, where's your mask, sir? And I go, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was no longer a thing. Really? Yes. Uh, it was at an office of some sort mm. and it's fine, whatever. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm just saying... If you have a sign that says wear a mask and then I wear a mask and then the receptionist says you don't have to wear a mask and then the other person scolds at me for not wearing a mask, uh, fuck your office. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, well, because at this point it feels more like but, because it's not ele- it's not legal to right. stop anyone from entering a business without a mask on at this point, but it seems like it's a very much a personal preference system now of like, oh, does this person want me to wear yeah. one or not is and what it, it you, feels like. I don't care right i'm fully vaccinated i'm happy to wear a mask in solidarity but either tell me i can piss here or that i can't piss here right is my upon upon opening the door sir upon opening the door (laughs) upon opening the door and the door says don't piss here i'm like got it (laughs) and you see people free peeing and you're and the person's like yeah man come on whip it out and piss here and then all of a sudden, another person walks in and is like, hey, what's all this pissing going on? <laughs> I don't much care don't for this. Don't get mad at me. Yes, absolutely. No, I think that's, I think that's fair. Don't, Kevin, don't get mad at me. I'm furious. You're I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Don't be disappointed I'm pi- I'm disappointed. See, and that's just a, a clumsy portmanteau. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that rest. <laughs> uh, Sometimes but I- it's best to let them rest in that way, you know. They but rise. I do, I do Rest feel that piss. though, because I only recently, like today, went into a liquor store without a mask on because I was still wearing it around just because I didn't want to get yelled at. <laughs> I just figured that people are still going to yell at me, um, and I, I also am fully vaccinated as well. But yeah, I, I was just wondering, uh, John, have you have you run into this as well? Yeah, uh, also fully vaxxed. I work in a food service, so ah. we are all still asked to wear our masks, yes. and I think the current uh, knowledge is that 
as food service workers, we might be asked to uh, continue wearing masks for the next calendar year. Oh, yeah. Is I think what it is just again for like general uh, safety stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I, I hate to say that also free pissing is something that has popped up for me recently. Really? Uh, oh, no. Just today, Do as tell. Uh, so we were taking an order, uh, someone, whoever was in the front of the store walks back to me, who was washing dishes and said, that little kid is peeing. And oh, I was no. like, what does that mean? And then I look out and mean? like on the sidewalk, there's just this little kid pants all the way down, standing next to his mother, peeing into the street. <laughs> LA's reopened, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, apparently. And wouldn't you know, they did come back into the store after they'd figured out what they wanted to order, placed their order, and then went back to the bathroom. He wasn't done. Yeah, I know. I, ha I have to ask broad daylight? Oh, fully. <laughs> fully. This would have been around probably 3 30 p.m. How? So still in the mid 70s even how how do you just allow like not you of course but i i love i love situations like i that. shouted at him to stop and stop pissing <laughs> I said, hey this isn't no social contract <laughs> this is ridiculous you should have yelled celebrities at come here sometimes <laughs> i can't have them seeing little boy piss no yell at the parent no <laughs> they weren't peeing eric they were allowing the pee to occur. I listen. That could have resolved this, this time. Would you we say all have to be responsible for our own actions? All right. I don't want to give that kid an easy out when it comes to accountability. Yes, because being a child is the easiest thing to be. Now, it's Eric, really, Eric, I'm with what you. What the fuck does a kid gotta do? I'm with you on this, Eric. I think that no that agency? adult, that adult, that adult, is technically an accomplice to that crime. If well, sure, and no, they're no, gonna get let, charged. John, similarly. let it rest, let it rest. I need to feel sufficient shame for my portmanteau. Let it, let it rest, <laughs> and please continue. All right, okay. uh, I don't like little kids peeing outside. Give them a place to pay, pee inside. Well, I didn't know you were gonna get controversial on this. I thought they did this. have a place to pee <laughs> well, inside. you should have known when you had hot take machine, John Barr. <laughs> hot take machine. Saying things like Bo Burnham special was good. And <laughs> I don't like watching little kids butts as they're pissing into the street. <laughs> hey, now least... that's, a different, that's a different argument than what you were presenting. Well, it's I also painting don't a broader like that. picture now, Eric, aren't I? Uh, yell at the yell at sorry the child's parents. I can't. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. Sorry, night is a picture. You're correct. Um, uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine. I like to put my myself in the shoes of the adult that thought that that was the right move in that moment. It's really fascinating to me. It's like, well, my kid has to go to the bathroom. I'm in an establishment that probably has a bathroom, but instead, why don't we just go pee into an active street in the middle of the day? This, this is what puzzles me: is the fact that pee into the public street and then. Use the bathroom that the restaurant has right. after the fact. Like, like, so you Why know there was a bathroom. You knew there was a bathroom here. So and my fear is commit. that it was a piss and shit situation where oh. the kid was pissing and it was like, oops, actually, it's going to have to be a number two. And then the I, mom was like, okay, well, we can't have you poop in the street. That would be It was like, I finished with the front. Now I got it. <laughs> <now I> got... <laughs> Kevin? Kevin? What? Were you the kid that pissed in the street the other day? I've never pissed in any street Kevin? recently. I don't believe I don't believe that. No, recently, sure? recently, I've pissed okay. in a lot of streets, Are you just sure not recently. You weren't the little boy that pissed in the other day. I have pissed 
into the alley through my parking garage's gate when my my roommate is using the shower and I really have to pee. Instead of using my neighbor's bathroom, I'll go into the carport and I'll pee through the the, the gate into the alley. I've done that like twice. So you know, there's I mean, definitely the a time in college where I was like walking from my friend's apartment to my apartment and I was too drunk. So I pissed in the street. This that does happened. bring me to the planned question I had for this episode. Where are y'all oh. be pissing lately? <laughs> uh, One of the classic bleak and review segments. We usually do either chingy watch or where y'all been pissing lately. Those are the two segments. Uh, um, well, yeah, uh, Eric, have you peed anywhere strange in the last 10 years? <laughs> no, <laughs> not even in 10 years. Probably, there was probably one evening in which I, I had to piss like a racehorse in church. And wait, wait, is the phrase piss like a racehorse in church? Or is it like, you were a pissing like a racehorse, but you were in church? Because if that's the colloquialism, man, I had to piss like a racehorse in church. I just decided <laughs> to combine piss like a racehorse and sweating like a whore in church. Oh, yes, yes. No, this is good. We just, that's Into a, a combination program. into pissing like a racehorse in church. That's a good combo. I, I like it. I had to. And then I, it's like, okay, I'm going to burst. <laughs> so I fucking, you know, parked. This was late at night. So I just like emergency part, you know, press the little light things that the hazards. Yes. Ran over to a, uh, a, this was in a residential area, ran into like a house that was being constructed. So there was just the frame of a house <laughs> and there was plenty of sand. And I just, you know, pissed at the cornerstone. So you pissed in a house's bones. I pissed on a house's bones. <laughs> Which might be the episode title. <laughs> there is a house oh. in New Orleans. And oh, there how'd you know I was in New Orleans? If you're how'd you know the... I was in New Orleans and not West Hollywood? White woman's Instagram. <laughs> Five out of the seven times that somebody pees in public, it is in New Orleans. So I think it was a safe guess. <laughs> Probably. You're allowed to drink on the street there, and you could also pee on the street there. They got a piss in Orleans. Pissing in Orleans. Piss in There's Nolans. nothing like it. John, where's the weirdest place you've pissed in the last 10 years? Uh, I mean, last 10 years, fuck. How I know, it's a weird, it's a weird First parameter. First off, how old right? am I? And then that second is... off, how many times do I piss? Uh, well, I mean, it's you probably- were five, That's uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, I guess it was probably just that fucking story. I, I shot my load too early, I think, when it comes to piss stories. It was just in the streets of And this New isn't York. about the weirdest place you've come, so don't talk about shooting your Oh, the ass. weirdest place I've come? Well, I'll have to tell you. It my, was my own bed. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say my ex-wife. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen your ex-wife in 11 years, Kevin. Oh, wow. <laughs> you haven't seen her since I was 20. That's right. <laughs> Yep. Married super young. You tried to make it work. I respect it. Hey, you know, you get when you get when you get that youthful ire in your loins. You know, you just have to uh, shoot your load into the streets and see oh, what you happens. Don't actually, oh, no? you don't you have don't? to do any combination of those words. Oh, I you, hate to tell you. Really you really don't. Yeah. Well, I guess I've been reading the wrong pamphlets. Yes, you have. <laughs> Here, no, John, I where did you get them, from someone's the mail? Try reading this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. John John is holding up uh, a It's pamphlet. a coupon book for Smart and Final. <laughs> it's a pamphlet that says, uh, end it all, call this number. <laughs> it's my number. It's really, <laughs> you answer, uh, and I say, hey, bud, don't. Come on. Come which, on, no. Uh, which neighbor did you steal that pamphlet from, John? Uh, The Scientology one. Okay. You have a Scientologist neighbor? 
Not anymore, but some of their mail still comes here. I've seen their name on some Scientology literature and some stuff from UTA. So, uh-oh, oh. uh-oh, what? uh-oh. That wombo <laughs> Next combo. generation, uh-oh. <laughs> Next generation. Oh my God. Well, in closing here, John, did we get to hear about the weirdest place you pissed before we go to break? Ugh, the streets of New York where there's ah. piss everywhere. I probably peed on a mouse while it was still alive. Well, that you know what? I appreciate that instead of peeing Thank on you. a dead mouse. The mouse certainly did not. <laughs> uh, mice can't comprehend water sports. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, mouse, that, that mouse may very well have been into it. I hope so. Uh, Eric, you looked incredulous when I said that. I've heard that uh, kink described as water sports, which is why I've said no, that. No, I, I, that's not what I'm questioning. I'm oh. questioning how do you know if uh, mice can't comprehend it? Well, I mean... <laughs> Maybe they enjoy pissing on each other during sex. Do you know? I don't. I'll tell you what, man. I was down in New Orleans and I was comprehending like a mouse in a water sport. First of all, <laughs> you were first of all you were comprehending in Netherlands. No, that's right. About I was, how I was comprehending like a mouse oh my God, is that, in New Orleans. Is that Magneto? No, <laughs> yeah. Charles. Uh, Charles. <laughs> the mice are snorkeling in my piss. Uh. Snorkel in my piss, Charles. Meet the Where's juggernaut, Charles? Charles. I'm juggernaut, bitch. Bonks his head, dies. Oh, at <laughs> least I still have avalanche. No, I, I, I only, because I, I was trying to do a thing uh, before we go to break. I was trying to do that thing where I watched all the X-Men movies in chronological order. Oh, yeah. I ended up bailing on it because of depression, but I might, re I might start it up again at some point. But when I watched one of the worst ones, X-Men, The Last Stand, uh, there's that scene where uh, Juggernaut is chasing Kitty Pride through the building, and yeah. it's when he he goes, "Ah, oh, you're a bitch," and then he and he literally bonks his head on the wall because his powers go away for a second, and then he just that's the last. He goes bonk, and then he's dead, and that's so funny to me. <laughs> he called a woman a bitch, bonked his head, and died. <laughs> what a, what well, a, what a bad movie. That easy. <laughs> I mean, definitely the worst i kind of wish that would happen to real people sometimes oh i agree right? i as a commentary on toxic masculinity in the online space uh absolutely it was great but as a plot device for the character juggernaut who i so loved from marvel vs. capcom 2 uh it wasn't great and it's so important for us to have these dialogues it's, these it's if white three men, white dudes talking about whether people should get bonked on the head and die if, if, if saying if, the word bitch if if white men aren't talking about decades old x-men films and their social relevance now what have we what are we even doing in the podcast i own world? two different x-men shirts which one should i pull out for this occasion <laughs> if you've one got with the, the white one <laughs> yeah yeah I do have white sleeves on one hold on oh thank god uh, commercial for sure during this <laughs> yeah this is the part where we're going to go to break but i also uh i have it on good authority here that you two have to go is that correct yes yes that's why i pulled out the shirt just not now so that way i could say here's the shirt bye-bye not uh, not uh, not, I, I have to go not because I have something to do, but because I just don't want to be here. You know what? I and I have it. to go not because Eric told me to, but because I want to. Yeah, you're That's doing right, this as a, a man of your own free will, right? <laughs> exactly. No, we I all make believe my you. own decisions. We I all... piss in the wind when I please. On top of a mouse. Um, but uh, in we New do... York. Well, John or Eric... or Narlis. Nor or or Egypt. Uh, but uh, John and Eric, it was very nice chatting with you guys. Uh, sorry you have to go uh, on your own volition. I'm but... not. Uh, hopefully when you listen, well, I know that yeah. <laughs> you are miss said, one of you. 
Uh, listeners, subscribe to the Patreon to find out who. Um, but we do have some other guests coming up. So if you two end up listening back to this episode for whatever reason, you'll be able to hear my interview with these next guests after this break. Uh, we have a secret agent and their partner coming on. We have not had a secret agent on this show before. This is exciting. Uh, I'm really excited to get into some espionage talk, some intrigue, maybe some Doctors Without Borders. No, not Doctors Without Borders, but spies, <laughs> <laughs> spies Without Borders. That's always my favorite scene in the Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Is when they, they do a hard cut. Is when they make they fix cleft palates in the Sudan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ethan Hunt donates two quarters to UNICEF. I don't know. It's hot in my bedroom. So we're going to have a quick break oh, here. Oh, oh, what, what a universal excuse that, that justifies everything you said. Hey, <laughs> I can also just show you. It's true. <laughs> Listeners I mean, don't know, but this is disgusting. I mean, being uh, Kevin showing his sweaty pits, because again, that's an excuse for saying, for Doctors absolving responsibility for Sweaty Pits, for, what is this, okay. Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Oh, Those are secret agents, right? Oh, that's, what go. a segue. On that fucking baller-ass segue, we're going to go to a quick break here. We'll be back with more Bleak Interview with secret agents and spies after this. And we're back here recording in progress, as the Zoom lady just said. I remain Kevin Anderson. Unfortunately, Eric Barnes and John Barr had to go do stuff that wasn't this podcast. I imagine they're having a blast. But we continue on with the spirit of the show with our next two guests, who I'm very excited to get to know. Both of them first-timers on the show. And both of them uh, uh, from a vocation that we have not had represented on this podcast in its five plus year run, which is fascinating to me. I cannot believe that this has not happened. Please welcome to the show, secret agents, Fuzz and Scriffles. Hello, Fuzz. Hello, Kevin. Hi, hi, Fuzz. That's lots of karate you did. That's right. And, and, and Scriffles, of course, is here. He did. All silently. He did. Yes. Yeah, he did quiet karate. Yes, I'm a master of quiet karate. Oh my god, I'm not gonna handle this. Um, and uh, what, what, what are you not gonna handle? <laughs> What's the problem, Kevin? Well, the problem, Kevin. I mean, all right. Look, I I have lots of different types of guests on the show all the time. I have to just get this right out out the gate, just so we can move past it. Mm-hmm. Are you a hamster and a ferret? <laughs> He got us pegged there, Kevin <laughs> Anderson. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure if it was, uh, I mean, clearly we are. Guess okay. which one is which? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess that the hamster that was doing karate is you, Fuzz, the hamster. <laughs> <laughs> very funny, I agree. And it's I'm very gonna, affable, Fuzz. And I'm going to guess that the ferret doing silent karate was you, Scriffles. Yeah, I'm more of a you know, IT man in the chair and. the... You know, okay. I, he helps me get my Wi-Fi back. I do. I help him get his Wi-Fi back, and you know, you are you are practicing, and I create gadgets for uh, Fuzz here to implement on the missions. So wait, you are practicing agents for the U.S. government? That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this is we're news proud to me. American servants. Okay, servants. <laughs> I mean, what else would you call us? We're animals that work for the government. 
That is true. They You're pay like, us in carrots. Do they really? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it really does. I mean, are you at least getting a decent, like, comparable carrot wage to like others in your profession, or? Well, we get, uh, go on, Fuzz. I was just gonna say, no one else gets paid in carrots, so it's really hard to tell about the conversion. Rate. You're the standard. You're the standard. A lot of the then. humans refuse to share their salaries with us. It's fucked up. How are we and supposed to advance that way? <laughs> and their salaries. And their salaries. But we do get a one potato at the end of each year for Christmas. Really? Oh, now, I make that shit last. Well, uh, that's the, this, the this Christmas is, potato lasts from Christmas through New Year's. Well, this <laughs> this is this is fascinating to me because I also uh uh so you might you be get surprised. a Christmas potato. Well, I love I love of course I absolutely I uh, just my company was recently purchased by uh, Amazon and they did give a sign-on bonus of eleven potatoes when I started working there. Oh, because they look like Jeffrey. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey, you're very formal with Mr. Bezos. I've had to protect him on multiple occasions. Really? The U.S. government sends us to protect Jeff Bezos. Okay. From uh, what kind of threats? uh, What was the most recent threat you had to thwart that was uh, perpetrated upon Jeff Bezos' life? Bill Gates has an army of rabbits. And so we had to protect Jeff Bezos from the rabbits. I got to tell you, Hamster, that's the most believable thing you've said so far. That's not my name. That's my race. So that's probably not a great precedent. You probably, shouldn't ad- you probably shouldn't identify us by species. That's very inconsiderate of you. I did not know. I don't know. I have guinea pigs, and that alone sounds offensive. Oh, oh so you know how I'm not one of those then. That yeah. I do. Like- <laughs> and I know that they don't eat potatoes, so I'm curious about what you're doing with this Christmas potato. How many potato. potatoes have you tried to feed them? Yeah. Well, uh, they're not uh, they're not one for starches. Uh, it's not good for their system. So I'm wondering, maybe you guys are just a little different, or Have maybe you you're slowly being them poisoned. Up into some tots. <laughs> oh, we like tots, don't we? Fun. You guys like oh, tots? Oh, we love tots. Oh, yeah. put some barbecue sauce and cheese on top of them. Oh, These are all things tots, that barbecue cheese out. tots. These are so well, many not things. with that attitude, Kevin Anderson. You know what? Okay, and thank you for using my full name. But uh, I, Kevin, I, I, have you uh-huh. asked your guinea pigs to check their pig privilege at the door whenever they talk to other rodents? Anderson, uh, Anderson. you forgot your last. I just had to make sure that got tossed in. No, you're right, Fuzz. You were right to do that. I appreciate Man, the- Kevin. Really can't handle us, can he? No, not at all. Well, you're and just we're so just adorable. A hamster and a ferret. You're so adorable. Oh, whoa. He's got moves. I could have killed 13 men that way. He's got moves like Chatter. Who is that? I don't know who that is. Chatter, who is that? It's a play on moves like Jagger, but Chatter is a thing that rodents do with their teeth. Okay. Like Chatter. Like that kind of, that's I'm pretty like sure <laughs> Jagger does that with his teeth at this age. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, we all got some Jagger slams. If we want to just go around the horn, we could just take him down and peg if you want. He's I old. feel like ah. that Ruby Tuesday Kristen Wig exit number really didn't work. It was really far too sincere and too focused on one member of the cast. I oh, agree. Fuzz, stop ma- mentioning Ruby Tuesday. That I just, just get so miss- mad. Oh, it, it, all Ruby Tuesday does is make me miss barbecue cheddar tots. I miss Ruth's Chris. It has I'm, been quite some time since uh, your Christmas potatoes, so I imagine you haven't had barbecue cheddar tots in a while. We gotta go to Applebee's. Are, are you, uh, you, so you guys uh, are able to go out in public and do uh, things that people do? Only now that the mask mandate has lifted, Kevin. Right, that was stringent for Anderson. rodents, I remember. Anderson. 
Thank you, Fuzz. Yeah, we, we also just go at night, too, because, you know, moons are nocturnal for the most part. That's oh, right. Absolutely. Little known fact, one of our former cohorts was Ratatouing, and he is, of course, known to pilfer foods from high-end restaurants. Wait, Ratatouing, isn't that the company that uh, only tows smart cars? It also sure. It, it can also... be whatever you'd like it to be, sir. Ratatouing also tows casual restaurants from their place if they're, if drags they're there without a permit. No more hula hands for you, New Jersey. No more Bennigans for you everywhere else. No more, uh, no more, uh, uh, no more, hold on, I got this, hold on. No more uh, uh, Yoshinoya for you, Arcadia. That's not casual dining, but we'll go it's for it. It's pretty casual. Mm, have that's you been a nice with... series of chilies you have across your state, Arkansas. Would it be a real shame if the United States government had to take them all back? Wait, oh, uh, so- uh, Take their your... baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> yes. Chilies. Baby singers also. <laughs> okay, good. I was going to That's ask. part of our cover is that we're adorable rodents that sing jingles and that's our way is, in. Is part of your cover being in a cover band? I just told you what our cover was. <laughs> well, cover band of jingles, of course. With band of jingles, of course, being my favorite band. Speaking of which, we go to Bojangles and we sing our jingles. <laughs> you sing your you sing your rodent jangles we our, at Bojangles. We sing our jangles jingles at Bojangles. Christmas, Christmas time is here. That's the song we sing, Kevin Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Buzz. Now wait, I want to go back to this uh, 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 re repoing and towing of restaurants. This is something yes. that you have been. This is something that has been under your purview as a secret agent of the United States government. I mean, that's more ratatouing. That's sort of what right. we just said. Oh, right. But you we work just closely know with of it. We're not a part. We work for the U.S. government. Okay. That used to fall under the purview of the X Files, Kevin. But then they decided to offload that to us. Yeah. We choose to believe. Well, God bless. And and so you, you're you out here uh, thwarting plots against Bezos' life with these armies of rabbits. Uh, how did that go down? Did you did you manage to successfully thwart? Like, as far as I'm concerned, when I look at Jeff Bezos, I can never tell if he's alive or dead. So I don't really know. But you guys thwarted this? As far as Jeff Bezos ever having been alive, he is the same degree of alive that he was previously. Yeah. Right. Unlike those rabbits. Oh, it was, so you took him it out. Was a, it was a tough mission being that those rabbits kept multiplying as we were fighting them. Oh, wow. It's like fighting. It's like fighting uh, Multicate from uh, uh, from the Invincible on Amazon Prime. Oh, yes, sure. A very, uh, a very well-known reference. And that is Jeff Bezos's favorite television show. Yeah, no, I, I, I heard, heard, I heard that, that he loves... it is an Amazon Prime property, yes. Is, is it because he relates so much to Omni-Man? No, it's just because he loves Ross Marquand that much. <laughs> Huge Ross Marquand stan. Well, he's a Mar oh. he's a Marquand stan. When he took over two characters instead of just one in the series, oh, Jeffrey almost lost it. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, well, this is Jeffrey fascinating. Bezos. Jeffrey, Be Jeffrey Bezos. Anderson. Uh, Anderson. Jeffrey Bezos Anderson. Uh, so Fuzz and Jeffrey Scribbles. Jeffrey Bezos Anderson. <laughs> now Jeffrey Bezos was that? Anderson. Jeffrey Bezos Anderson. The trouble that he was in, we defeated. 
I'm not going to give up my job. I do the beatboxing. Oh, does Scriffles do the rapping and you do the beatboxing? I do the slow sing-songing. Have you guys performed anywhere that I might have seen you before? (laughs) That's smart. Oh, I I mean, I go to, I'm a Petco guy myself. Oh, you son of a bitch. Wait, wait, what's wrong with that? Oh, what is it wrong with Petco? Yeah. That's what I'm asking you. That's where we hide our criminals, Kevin Anderson. Yeah. That's where them? we take all of the criminals that we're not allowed to kill, and oh. we put them in Petco so they're sold off to unsuspecting. Oh, so all of the American citizens. What do you think the Co and Petco stand, stands for? It stands for criminal Co- ostracization. <laughs> so all of the uh, all of the criminal uh, hamsters, chinchillas, parakeets, and fish. Yeah, are ostracized. At- Oh, especially the fish. Yeah, I was going to say, tell me about the most recent fish you apprehended. Well. <laughs> Unless that's too big of a pitch. It well, was a, no, it was a cl- <laughs> if I recall correctly, Fuzz, it was a clownfish, right? It's got to exactly, be. Exactly, yes. Uh, it was the father from Finding Nemo. Uh, yeah. At some point, he broke. Wait, it was John about losing his wife and his son going off on adventures with his best friend, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Something made that fish snap. This is, really this is I, I remember seeing this in the headlines. This this fish you apprehended, this was John Finn Gacy. That's, yes, that is, was, of course, famously the name of the father fish. The clown really fish. Played by Albert Brooks. Yes. <laughs> we love Albert Brooks. And we, we, know, and we know that the clown fish went on that talk show and just talked about how no one cares about the mentally ill. And, and he shot that guy. Shot him. And then he tried to run for New York mayor and doubled down on not caring about the homeless. Because yes, the mentally ill and the houseless live in New York, but you know who else does? We do. Who's we? Who could possibly say? Not him, because he didn't fucking win. Wait, so you two live in New York? No. Okay. Big no. Even All if right. we did, we couldn't tell you. Oh, fair enough. I you we, probably I imagine that you you we changed. have some secrets, Kevin. Thank God, I almost blew our cover that Shut we live up. in New fuzz, York City. Fuzz, fuzz. What? You're, you're talking into a microphone. Fuzz. Where? Where's <laughs> the microphone? It's right in Where? front of you. It's that, that giant. It's that giant black it? thing <laughs> above you. Know, you. You know. Oh. You know. <laughs> doing karate on the microphone. Fuzz, fuzz. I I appreciate the enthusiasm, but you see Thank that. You. See that black acorn knob thing? Yes. That's, that's the microphone. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I hope that both of careful. you are aware that I hope you're both aware that this is a podcast and it is recorded to be released later. So, like, I mean, I'm not going to blow up your spot or anything. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. So this was fine. You thought this we, was just a chat? <laughs> Fuzz, we didn't. We didn't reveal, uh, you know, our secret. We, <laughs> our secret don't origin or. Oh, uh, the true. U.S. government is uh, bold, burgeoning like- our foot. I would love to get this sentence out. <laughs> Please, I'm, ex- I'm very sorry. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm I think sorry. I know where I'm going with okay, go what ahead. I'm doing. Please, please continue, Scriffles. You know what? No. We didn't have to tell him about the assassination, and that's what's really important. Whoa. That's exactly what I was trying to get at. The assassination. The assassination. And, and huh? the fact that the government is creating more of us rodent agents. As well, long as we don't they. talk about that, it's fine. Is it mostly because, and we don't have to talk about it, certainly, but is it mostly because carrots are cheaper than money? Well, as long as we're not talking about it. Yes, that yeah. is exactly yeah, that. Is exactly the case. <laughs> no, no, trust me, all of this is not us talking about it. No, certainly not. We're not on the record. 
No, why would we be? Do you see a do you see a turntable anywhere? I don't see CNN anywhere in this building, Kevin Anderson. <laughs> That's right. I just see a man in his hot apartment. Yeah. Oh, oh well, it's so you. steamy. Yeah. Well, I wanted to take a moment to comment on, and I'm not going to talk about where you two live, obviously. I know you're undercover, probably not trying to have your spots blown up, but I just want to say, uh, it looks like both of you are coming to me live from what looks like a cage. Is that correct? This is where they let us sleep and get out our aggression, Kevin. You call it a cage, we call it headquarters. It's very much a cage, but it's not to keep us in. It's to keep everyone else out from our grass. Oh, it's it's a it's a classic Rorschach situation. You're not trapped in here. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Precisely. Thank Guess God. Which one of us is Rorschach? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're both you're both very confusing to me so far. So I'm not well, sure. Well, what yet. if I told you I thought Ronald Reagan had some good ideas? <laughs> oh, then you're probably Rorschach then. <laughs> oh, wrong. <laughs> Wait, so he's more Rorschach? And whoever the fuck Tim Blake Nelson was in the show. Hourglass? Is that no, right? It was a good uh, show. It's just been a second. Uh, uh, he, been was, a he was he was he uh, was he was kink hat, I believe. He just would put <laughs> he would just put a kink hat over his face. His outfit was a bit kinky, wasn't it? Yeah, so you you uh, uh, you're you're familiar with what uh, I mean. Obviously, you're familiar with human affairs because you're thwarting all these assassinations. He's also, also familiar with human pop culture, apparently. Yeah, you oh, guys are very HBO television. Kevin Anderson, I can't get enough. Uh, uh, on the count of three, what is both of your favorite shows? One, two, three. The Unicorn on CBS, <laughs> starring Walton Goggins, Rob Corddry, Michaela Watkins, and others. I don't watch television. Okay. Are you are you like a podcast guy, Scriffles? I'm too busy uh, working for the government. Right, because you're the guy so in the chair. I am the guy. I, I do all the all the recon, all the research gathering, hand it over to Fuzz, talking to Fuzz's ear as he uh, executes every plan with karate-like precision. That's right, and I, and I watch Walton Goggins struggle to find love with two young daughters as I don't commit horrendous assassinations to help keep this nation safe. This is true. Nice cover. That was good. Well, you don't commit them. That's good. That was good. I like that. Well, you why covered. would I lie? <laughs> you now, strapped my entire body to a lie detector test, Kevin Anderson, and I will not flinch. Same. I will not break. Same. So you're both, you're both, both. Have you, have you, have you, um, now uh, forgive me if this is an intrusive question, but have either of you or both either, either of two of you ever uh, had to withstand uh, some uh, uh, very invasive uh, interrogation uh, in your line of work? Well, unfortunately, as a hamster, right. whenever I am captured alongside my human compatriots, I am more often than not used as the torture device for which our torturers will say, hello, human, we have found your hamster compatriot and a whole bunch of tubing. You'd they better tell us what we want to know or else we're going to use a joke from probably, what, late 2000s? Yeah, you're, we're going to Richard Gear this situation all the way to... All the way is that the, the guy who was the subject I didn't even... I, that was that. technically a gerbil, I, but... I may, yeah. I, may not, I, I may not know a lot of that pop culture, but even I heard that in the 90s. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's like well, back the gerbil the, uh, makes more sense because that's got a tail that you can kind of yank out, much like an anal bead, Kevin Anderson. I've always Man. said gerbils are the anal beads of the rodent community. Good. I Me mean, too. My, my previous interrogation was just uh, being in a wheel. 
Yeah, that's tough for a ferret. It's not I mean, good for your our, backs, from what I understand. No, I mean our bodies are all long and shit. It's 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 similar to how my guinea pigs can't be in a wheel because their bodies are too long. But hamsters, mice, uh, gerbils, they can handle the wheel. But a ferret in a wheel—that's just straight up waterboarding, as far as I'm, I'm concerned. I'm here to break the wheel, Kevin Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, break that Another wheel. dated pop culture reference, <laughs> except that one was only from three years ago. Oops. I, I think, uh, I think uh, there's a lot of HBO going around. There's, there's a bit. There's a bit of HBO going around. Well, um, it's, it's really, uh, this is fascinating to me because I got to say, like I said in the intro, I've never had any rodent detectives or super secret agents on the show before. Uh, and... I don't know. I would, what would, what would y'all both consider your biggest career success? Like, have you been responsible for any big notable, uh, uh, like governments falling and problematic places or, or any Scruffles. kind of coups? Scruffles, yeah. I think we need to tell them about the assassination. Yeah. We're not on record, so it's okay. Well, All right. we well, were charged with taking down one of the highest threats to the current sitting United States government. And uh, Joe, name was Biden's Joe, Biden. dog. Joe Biden's dog. Yeah. I'm so glad you remembered at the exact same time that I did Scriffles. Same. Well, yes. wait, wait, oh, I, I, I got to admit, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a read a headline, but don't read the whole article kind of guy. I might've missed. I didn't know that Joe Biden's dog. He was turned the out to be threat. a sleeper agent for the no. Russians. That's why he attacked all those secret service agents. Yeah. Oh That's no. Why. We were sent to take him out before he could report back to the motherland. They say that he died in his sleep from old age, but- uh, Nope. Nope. That's the story you want them to believe, right? I took out his trachea. Whoa. Yikes. Took it right out. And I, and I told Fuzz in his little hamster ear, take him out in his trachea. And, and Fuzz did it. I could never tell Scriffles no. That's <laughs> no. my biggest flaw. No, Scriffles- uh, as That's my biggest strength. Scriffles, oh, what a team we are! Scriffles, as the ferret oh. in the chair, did oh. you devise? Did you create some kind of gadget that is great at taking out dog tracheas for fuzz to use? Yeah, he gave uh, me a jar of peanut butter. Okay. Well, I gave him a jar of peanut butter and a piano wire, and I just said, "You know what to do." That's that's see, like I pictured it more being like a like a like a high power like an M from or Q from James Bond thing. This is this seems like two rudimentary household items. Piano and that's why you don't you know work for the United States government, Kevin Anderson. Immediate backlash yeah, yeah. from both of you, Kevin Anderson. Do you know how hard it is for a ferret that doesn't have thumbs to create a piano wire? That is true. Yeah, to, from scratch, that is tough. I could imagine. It's tough to make it wire is. from scratch. It it's is. tough to make wire from scratch. Especially I don't know. When I, I don't even know where to begin. Pig and hunt it down, get its tendons. Oh. And get its gut. Pig gut piano wire. Pig What's great gut is piano that Scriffles wire. lets me keep the piano wires later so I can continue my musical training, Kevin Anderson. Oh, right. Because That's of true. your, I forgot. Yeah. Let's get away from the international conspiracies and talk more about your music. Uh, would you guys consider yourself like, like soft rock, pop, uh, EDM? Hard rock. Pop hard rock. Hard rock. Kevin pop Anderson, rock. my number one inspiration is Tom it's Cruise. And I hope to pivot from his Mission Impossible days to his Rock of Ages days. We specialize in hard pop. Hard <laughs> bon, pop. Like bon Jovi. Uh, AFI. AF oh, AFI, okay. Yeah. Wasn't, was not gonna peg the, the hamster for no. an AFI fan. Your hate, your 
Uh, maybe some rising. I don't want to be in love. I don't want to be in. Who was that? I don't think it was him. <laughs> well, what about Rise Against? Sure. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's a what? song of theirs. <laughs> uh, and have you guys been? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to disclose your location, but again, I want to ask: Have you been playing shows around town? As it turns Again. out, we normally can't. It's one of those classic scenarios where we book a gig, Kevin Anderson. But then the <laughs> night of the gig, right as we're about to go on stage, we get the call. We get the call that says another president's dog has gone on the fritz and we've got to take it out. So we always fritz. have to choose between our career and our passions and we choose our career every time. You got to do it. You got to do it. I understand that. You got to choose the career every time. I, I was mean, sent a YouTube link. Hold on. I was also sent a YouTube link. Yes. It, <laughs> oh, relevant. my God. Uh, well, this this might, it, it's not being picked up by the recording, but yeah, this might not. be, it might be embedded into the, the, the post-production. We'll see. That might be fun. Just <laughs> that, might, that might be fun. <laughs> to hear a chipmunk version of an AFI song? Yeah. Anyway. We also had to kill Charles Entertainment Cheese. No, no, no. That's right. He was bad. Chuck E. Cheese from the from the the the, the eponymous establishment. Yes. That is exactly correct. That's he was going to make deals with foreign governments for what cheese? Money. No. His franchise had gone down the shitter. Kevin Anderson. That is true. He was bankrupt he was... as a punk. He was trying to make all of his tokens into actual cryptocurrency. Oh, right. I heard about this. He was he trying was to gonna do... turn America into an NFT, Kevin Anderson. Yes. I will say that he wasn't doing well because uh, every time I've seen a Chuck E. Cheese in a strip mall in the last like seven years, it looks like it's struggling. So that makes it's, sense. How come you it's keep in going inside mall. the Chuck E. Cheese is my question. I look at it from the outside and I make judgments is what mm. I'm saying. Yeah. You can you tell go. when a business is not You're, doing well you based know. on... You don't know. You don't know. You can't go into the inside. You can't be in the muck. You can't be in the cheese like we That's can. That's right. Join us in the muck, Kevin Anderson. I will join you in the muck. Fall I love down to the deepest depths of animal and human cruelty. Look back into the void and see if you can come out still breathing, Kevin yeah. Anderson. You don't go to the dumpsters. You don't look at the chicken bones and the leftover cheese and say to yourself, leftover wow, cheese. that's a dinner. The things I've seen the chicken bones tell me, Kevin Anderson. Read the bones, read them. I will read the bones. I like Mr. Secret Agents. That seems like you're a cult fucking psychos. Mm, little column A. Literally. I don't see how those have to be mutually exclusive, Kevin. Have you ever seen Curse of the Were-Rabbit, Kevin Anderson? <laughs> I feel like I've lived it, you know? Well, that's No, exactly we don't know. That's why we're asking. I mean, you know, like you said, little column A, little column B. You know, I've been, you I've have been in some dumpsters. You've had a werewolf rabbit in your life? I've been well, in some no, dumpsters. Be I've fair, seen some... Yeah, I've seen some, I've seen some, you know, rabbits with a certain look about them, you know, and yeah, maybe I've, you know, maybe I've partied a little bit with these rabbits. You I, have I just, been, you've been specially profiling these rabbits? Not specially profiling, but you could tell when there's dried blood on your whiskers, you know, something's going down, you know? All I'm saying is you can only kill so many rabbits before at a certain point in time, the specter of death stops hanging above you and turns around to look you directly in the eyes. Yeah, you've killed, you've killed a few rabbits. I, I've gathered that much. A few? Try a few. 
I, I did. I told. Okay, all right, all right. The dramatic pause again. Not not a pun, of course. Again, dramatic these pause. Rabbits just keep reproducing. Hey, I was oh, because some to... animals have paws. Like you, yeah. I mean, I I got little hands. They're pa- Sister's you... got little hands. Bro, bro, I you could call me out no, on some bro. other shit, but no, bro, bro. you There's got no you got little hands without thumbs, heart. certainly. <laughs> you ain't got no, no thumbs. No, bro, no, bro, bro. bro. I'll be bro out with these rodents real quick. Y'all got paws, dog. Y'all got Where, hands. Y'all got Kevin paws. Anderson, Let me finish drinking Kevin, this natural light. Yeah, I know. I noticed Kevin that. Kevin Anderson, can, can we be your rodents? You are absolutely, oh boy. <laughs> yes, you are my rodents. And right. it's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, we're on rodent code right now. Like, this is rodent code. Kevin Anderson, you have become our fall guy for missions. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for a way out. So Whenever like, we are disavowed, we will be listed as your pets, Kevin Anderson. Yeah, I can handle that. And the that. fury of every government outside of our own shall be coming for you with gusto. I will go on record in saying the reason Joe Biden's dog is dead is because of Kevin Anderson. I mean, I would also like to go on record and say that as well. Well, luckily Jim we're not Biden on record. Is dead and it's Kevin Anderson's fault. Well, luckily we're not on record. This is just a podcast for the oh, three true. of us. So um, I good. think I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so good. It's just a podcast for th- the three of us, you say? Just the three of us. So so it's a podcast? It's a podcast. No, I mean. Oh, I get it. Because I mean. nobody listens to podcasts. Yes, I get it. Yes. That's hey, I don't I think going. anyone's ever made this joke before, but what's it called when a group of straight men are together? Is it called a podcast? I wouldn't uh, know because you are a hamster. I <laughs> am a ferret and there's only one white man here. Uh, and that I is, hate all podcasts. What's it called when a group of hamsters and ferrets get together, though? Danger! Yeah. <laughs> Watch out! Sorry. It's I gotta called. be honest, I think Fuzz has slowly become indistinguishable from a different children's author that may have been on the show, you know at what? least on one occasion. I was thinking I, about that. I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> Fuzz, I, I I, gotta tell you, I, you're still being the Fuzz that I know and love. It's fine. If Fuzz if ah. Fuzz is sounding a little bit like a children's author, then and Scriffles is sounding a little bit like Nick Nolte, we can move past both of these things. It's fine. I, 48 hours. Another 48 hours. Which is how long it took on. you guys to... Or was he in Midnight Run? No, hold He was on. in 48 was, hours. Okay. He was in 48 hours. Hey, With Eddie Murphy. And again, another 48 hours. Mm. And then and then the the the, the, the triple, uh, uh, what? Uh, 48 hours again? Mm. And then, of course, the, the sequel to that, which was 48 guys, hours. Guys, I gotta eat <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many two-day periods I could go without having... My crap macaroni. Was, then there was, y'all, I gotta go home or I'm gonna get divorced. My wife doesn't care for how many 48 hour periods I'm just completely absent. <laughs> Funnily I enough, mean, that one took only 36 hours to complete the mission, it but was it was not, several that, long that, months of tough litigation. Well, he it took 36 hours and then he spent the last fucking 12 of them just at the bar, right? Like he just went there and just drank away his sorrow. Oh, she's gonna take everything and she's right. He kept saying that. Yeah. He did he did keep saying that. This goddamn uh, job. This goddamn job. This why must city. I be cursed? With every two-day period that passes to be the most important man. Forced to keep the world spinning on its axis while everyone I've ever known and loved continues to spin on without me. 
I am rooted in place while everyone else I know is permitted to live their 48 hours ever moving forward while I am stuck in a loop. Kevin Anderson. <laughs> that was an amazing monologue. Are you, uh, are you a bit of an actor? Are you, you seem like you've trod well, the boards. Well, I'm not great at well, voices. Well, I've only got well, the being, one. No, Fuzz, it's fine. You, uh, being a spy of your nature, you are a fine actor. You Hold have on, to let be. me get back into it. <laughs> there we go. That helps me keep my authenticity and uniqueness. Now, sort of. now before we go uh, in for the close here, I'm curious, do you have any upcoming assassinations you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, so many. Oh. What's the newest oh. job that you got? Where can people find you out here murdering politicians' animals? Well, we're being sent over to overseas. Oh. Um, Yes, uh, Vladimir Putin has uh, has a box turtle, and uh, there's something ain't right with that. <laughs> yeah, that that seems like a sus ass animal for him to own. I might kill Ted Lasso. Oh, the fictional character, interesting. Yes. Well, you did kill uh, Charles uh, Entertainment like, Cheese, uh, so I guess. Again, I don't know anything of pop culture, but Ted Lasso not an HBO franchise. He betrayed this time. our country, Scriffles. He betrayed our country and our favorite pastime. I mean, baseball. The American government seems to like this show, so I don't think we'll be assigned to kill this fictional character. But it's either it's either Putin's turtle or Ted Lasso. That's who's on your chopping block. A little gummy. I mean, it it all depends on our government overlords. It depends right. on how many carrots what? I've had and how There's much more I need to feed. I did hear that you guys had a contract out for Elon Muskrat. Is that? This is true. Yeah, but then he wound up teaming up with us, actually. Oh, he's on it your seat. It was a classic okay. Rick and Morty, that heist episode. <laughs> sure. Really Where was. we were like, oh, you're not a great guy, but like, we'll probably get a little, uh, slightly more eyes on this project. It's he just like pointed that. at us and said, you son of a bitch, where I'm in. <laughs> all of our fans are on Reddit, so I guess we just had to lean into it. Yeah, Actually, yours... all of our fans are on Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Task we killed Rabbit. him. Task Rabbit. Yeah. Task Reddit. That's how we've gotten a lot of our. That's jobs. our biggest. Kevin that's Anderson. a big. That's our biggest competition is the goddamn Task Rabbit. Oh yeah, this gig culture is taking so many government contracts. No, I away. mean there's a literal rabbit that commits oh. tasks. Oh, is he like Taskmaster? Yes, he's yes, exactly but a rabbit. Like that. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, I feel for you on that. I've he had. He keeps I've mimicking that, yeah. our moves. Don't care Look at for this. that. Quack, quack. You wouldn't think that anyone could do moves as sick nasty as this. Sick nasty? Keep yeah. taking them over as I do my darndest to make up new moves that he'll never be able to replicate. I love Fuzz committing for the Patreon here. This is great. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, Fuzz so, always commits. So so you're going to be murder. out there. Uh, you're going to be committing murder <laughs> upon either a turtle or a fictional character, but you'll be hanging out with Elon Muskrat and uh uh cool so obviously uh <laughs> cool indeed yeah nothing more to We're say i don't know i'm Time at a loss for plugs, words. isn't it it sure is and <laughs> and of course this episode's coming out on friday oh fuzz we gotta get out of here oh oh shit oh my god they just puffed into smoke <laughs> and left smoke bomb oh my god well i guess it's just me doing plugs now i have to i have to i have to figure out what to do i mean this episode's hey, coming out Eric Barnes. Whoa, Eric Barnes, you're yeah. back. What's yeah, up, buddy? Yeah. Hey, you just missed it. There were these sentient beasts. Sentient oh, I don't give a shit. 
Yeah. Oh, John Barr, you're back too. Oh my God. You guys literally, I just had this hamster and this ferret on. They were really interested in pop culture, but they also murder pets for the government. Kevin, Kevin, stop doing drugs. I I swear I quit most of them. Stop. Stop. Well, we're at plugs. I mean, I know. Were you, Eric, perchance, were you wandering around Burbank? I was walking. You were. I knew it. John, were you doing that too? I decided to go back to work and piss on the street as well, just to uh, like if that made me feel any younger, just in case ha, if that ha, sparked something. Did it, did it? No, it actually made me feel like I lost my voice, weirdly enough. And that's oh. the canonical explanation. Canonical. <laughs> that is canonical. I did not know that pissing That's a great New led... Orleans accent you've got there, Kevin. Oh, thank you so much, John. I, I did not know that pissing on the street led to laryngitis. Good to know. I, I, every liquid that was in my body got expunged, and well, that's remember, probably the issue. Do you remember the lyric from Under Pressure? No, piss on the street. Now we cannot speak. Like, that's how it goes. That's how you, you learn That is it. how, famously how it goes. Famously I, how it goes. I only know of Chumbawamba's pissing the night away. And the, the, the drinking of goes. several kinds of drinks in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back at plugs. I mean, this episode's coming out oh, June yeah, 25th. Right. Um, do you guys want to plug anything? Eric, I'll start with you. Follow me on Twitter at Eric W. Barnes to do see it. my bullshit. And uh, hopefully, uh, don't quote me on this, but possibly maybe Wrestling Pro Wrestling in August of this year. If yes. you live in the yeah. greater Los Angeles area, uh, follow at Wrestling PW if you are into pro wrestling, wacky bullshit, or both. I will say as somebody who's not super into pro wrestling, uh, just as a, in my history, but like wacky bullshit, I've been to this shit a bunch and it's one of my favorite things to do in Los Angeles. I'm very excited to hear that it's returning in the relatively near future. Go follow Eric to keep up with that or follow, what was it, the wrestling? At Wrestling PW. Wrestling PW, uh, it is truly one of the most fun things that you could do. And Eric's great as the ring announcer. Oh, and uh, you are, it's so fun. You and Rivers Langley, friend of the show, Rivers Langley. Uh, we we love it, we stand. Uh, John Barr, what's going on with you, bud? Yeah, uh, you can check me out at John Barr Tweets on Twitter and Instagram, uh, just to see whenever I post things. Uh, I didn't do anything creative over the past uh, few months because I got depressed and then I got a job and then I got complacent. So then I took a demotion at that job, and now I'm feeling creative again. Oops. John, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash John Barr or look up John Barr on YouTube to see when I make stuff again. I'm the one that's not a travel blogger. That's true. That's true. I've always said that about you. You're the one that's not a travel blogger. I hate yeah. to travel. It's and so I, much money. I also love it's how you, just, you you absolutely nailed my entire pandemic trajectory with like, I got, I fell into a rut. I got a job. I wasn't creative for a long time. Like, oh man, I didn't know that we were such kindred spirits. Did you also go viral speaking on a social issue that you only had a limited understanding of and then got thrust into the limelight and legitimately cared and did your best to signal boost other people that understood it and were doing better work than you? No. <laughs> Me neither. So I don't know why I brought it up. What a weird, huh, what a weird aside. I, I remember that happening. And that, and Please support Albert Corrado uh, for running for CD13. He's trying to oust Mitchell Farrell, who's a big piece of poo. Uh, yeah. Let's cut that. Fuck, let's fuck cut fuck that Mitchell from Farrell. the poo. No. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting that. I would never cut that. But fuck that guy, the other guy, and, and support the guy that John said. Uh, I'm wearing his shirt even. Look at this. Look at, look at this right. lovely graphic design. Al for love. 
Al for law. Yes, that's exactly what Al for law is going to be coming up on next week's episode. Of course, he's our guest next week, Al for law, but uh, coming up uh, here. Hey, I'm plugging. Uh, you can follow me on all the things at KB Anderson. Yo, you can go to patreon.com slash bleak and review to see video of this episode and every other episode that has ever been done since I started putting the video on Patreon, which is like, I don't know, a couple months. Uh, and other, the other, all the other bonus content over there, $5 a month gets you access to stuff that you'll like. Why not give me money? You know, why not? Like, yeah. if you got it, give it to people who are me. I'll send, yeah, I'll send for I, every $5 I, I get, I, I, I will send I, I, a dollar to Eric and a dollar to John Barr. Oh, hooray. Thank yes. you. I'll take, that. I'll take that deal. Yeah. This week only. <laughs> so oh, fuck. Get oh, ready Jesus. for, get ready Wait, for does some. does it start now or on Friday? Starting and the clock has started. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. No, yeah, so it hasn't I even take... come out yet. Mom, tweet, mom, tweet, mom, tweet. mom, I'm going to go send $5 to Kevin Anderson. No, don't send it to me. Why would you send it to me? <laughs> I want less of it. <laughs> uh eric john thank you guys so much for being here thank thanks for having us and, and and dealing with me while i'm in my most of sweaty of states and oh, uh happy to do it and i hope you listen back to this episode to hear about these rodents that were on they were very interesting no no okay <laughs> all right then um until next week everybody hey it might be a full episode next week it might be a mini episode where i just do a bunch of character work who knows that's what new bleak review is all about you never know if there's going to be an episode if it's going to be short or if it's going to be long this is a long one enjoy it send me money patreon.com slash bleak review uh eric say goodbye later john say goodbye later and goodbye from me we'll see you next week here on bleak review the podcast <laughs> <laughs>